going on? Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too. How was your week? I feel like I haven't talked to you all week long. We've both been super busy. Yes. The week has been busy, productive, good, lots of learning as always. Always learning. That's Uh, one thing that we'll probably talk about today. Um, So Jen and I obviously don't have a guest today, but we wanted to talk to you guys about, um, we have encountered so many people. Jen, for those of you that don't know, is a developer up in Canada, Victoria, BC. Developer means she takes land, she builds on it, she'll sell it, she'll keep it. I've invested in multi, small multifamily and single family real estate. And um, so many people ask us how we got started, how to get started, how do I get how do you even get involved in real estate investing? And if you guys have heard Jen's story, she's only three years into it and she is just blasted off. So, um, it's, it's something that anyone can get into, right, Jen? Yes. I think the thing that people also need to remember when they see how much I'm doing and what I'm doing is that I worked for the BC provincial government and I was doing real estate off the side of my desk during COVID. Like I bought my first duplex across the country. I I still have never been to New Brunswick. And yeah, I bought it in March of 2020 when everything was just at the peak of its madness. Right. And so many people are like, oh, I can't do this because of this. They're like, I can't do it yet. Uh, Jen started her real estate journey in the middle of a global pandemic <laughs> where everybody was literally confined to their homes for the fear of getting the dreaded COVID because nobody knew what it was. So yeah, you have no excuse. (laughs) With an 18 month old. What's that? With an 18 month old. Oh yeah. And so my, my, if you guys are watching, my camera keeps going out, which is super annoying. That's okay. She'll come back. But anyway, Carly and I are going to dive into like basically real estate investing 101 and how you can start in multiple different streams. I think that's the other thing that's very difficult is people go to these conferences and see these big names doing these big things. And they're like, Oh, I want that. Oh, but that person's doing real, really well over here. I want to do that. I wanted to do that. And so like for myself, I started with that like small residential multifamily duplexes, fourplexes, and then grew and developed into bigger things. Right. But that was my bread and butter. That's how I got my 10 doors. And that's how we retired Seth from his government job. And so, and some people don't know. So you took, you retired Seth from his government job. I'm sure that government jobs are the same in Canada as they are here. They're, they're very cushy and it's nice to, they're, they're safe they're, yeah. they're very good to have. So a, a lot of people don't realize the most millionaires are made the most through real estate investing. And so there's, there's nothing, there's all sorts of real estate investing you can do. Some people are like, oh, I don't have the time or I love my government job or I love the job that I'm doing. Right, Jen? Yeah. What do you tell those people? Do they like pick one or the other? 
No, no. I think it's great that if you love your job, that is amazing. I now love my job too. I did not previously love my job, but we work with a lot of passive investors. So people who, you know, generate really good income, but want to continue to generate wealth long-term, you know, for themselves, retirement, their kids. So they come into our world as our private lenders and they can self-direct, you know, registered accounts, they can um, invest cash, and then they see double digit returns that are backed by real estate. Yep. So that's one thing lending. If you just want to learn and you have the capital, you can say, hey, I want to come in here and I want to see what you guys are doing and I want to invest on your thing. And then you can earn your money. Another thing, um, you don't have to be, you can be as hands-on or as hands-off if you want. So if you're buying- Absolutely real estate, let's say you want to buy it. You don't want to lend. Um, you can be, you can be so involved into that. You're like the landlord and you're changing toilets and you're taking calls and you're vetting tenants or like my, I don't want to do that. I don't know a lot of people that love to do that. So I hire a property manager that does all of the stuff I don't want to do. So, um, other ways people that can invest are, um, We'll go through all the, what we'll do is we'll just go through the basics of real estate investing and just kind of like build on each one. So um, there's different kinds. So Jen's a developer There's and there's residential and commercial. So Jen, tell us what you, what a developer does in the real estate aspect and is it residential or is it commercial or, or what's the difference? Yeah. So a developer differs from a builder. So we're actually like a developer and builder in Canada. So the developer is actually the person who is, you know, buying the land and then either zoning it or hiring a builder to develop that project. So in our cases, we are buying the land, but then we are also the builder. So we're going through the entire construction process in Canada, residential is basically considered anything that's four units or less. And then you get more into commercial with those over four units. So for us, we do both. Seth and I do single family homes. So that is a residential builder developer. And then our larger projects in the you know nine and 71 unit townhouse developments, those are considered commercial developments, even though they are for, you know, say you or I to live in. They're not retail or anything like that. Right. But retail, you can also be real estate investing if you're, there's retail or restaurants like that is all falls under the commercial umbrella. If yes. you're doing a residential thing, what Jen said, it's four units or more. Banks also look at it that way, too. Is it commercial yeah. or residential, uh, which we can talk about later. But and then so there's there's different strategies. So you could be Jen's a developer. She just told us what that was. You can do multifamily, which is four two units and more. Um, what else? There's fix and flippers where they take a house that is in a disaster and they fix it up. Um, they hold, buy and hold. People will wholesale, which are, um, let's say there's a distressed property and it just looks, nobody's going to buy this on, on the market. And it just needs a big hug pretty much. Um, people will be like, Hey, sell it to me for a discounted price. And I'm going to go find a fix and flipper to do it. So they connect it, the, each other to them and they get a wholesale fee. Yeah. Um, and if you're watching, I'm sorry, my camera's going out, uh, but I'm still here. Um, but also no matter what you do, you have to have the right mindset, right? 
Yes. So, and and I think for people getting started, you just, you really need to identify your goals, right? Are you in a position where you have a bunch of capital and you don't need that capital back, right? Like you're just looking for an avenue to put your cash somewhere and have it work for you long time. That's great. That's one strategy, right? So we originally went into the burr. So buy, re renovate. Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to forget it. Buy, buy renovate, renovate, rent, re- refinance. Yeah. Okay. That's the gist of it. So we went into it with that because we had just basically done a burr on our principal residence and had like a home line line of credit. Right. So we were like, what strategy can we do that is going to get us the furthest? Right. So we bought the duplex, we did the renovations, we rented it out, we refinanced it. Then you can keep rolling your capital into other projects. And with that, we just gained momentum and had other people who wanted to invest in us and with our projects. So that was how we got into our first build was I was raising money and was so uncomfortable about it. I still remember just like feeling sick all the time until I got around the fact that I wasn't like asking for people for money. This was a opportunity for people to make their money work for them, right? So if people are watching my stories today, I was talking about that a lot because I just find it so unfortunate how many people do not know the opportunities that are out there without actually, you know, buying the house and renovating it. You can be involved, right? Yeah. And so and so no matter what you do, if you burr, if you lend, if you're a developer, if you're residential, you have to, and this is something we really talk about, is having, you have to cultivate the right, mindset for real estate investing. So what are some of the mindset or like characteristics that you had that you feel like um, really helped you stay the course? Because real estate investing, while yes, it makes a lot of money. I was just talking with someone the other day. It's like, we got it. We got it. it." Oh no, the deal's falling for, oh no, we saved the deal. Oh, are we going to get a, you know, so it's such a roller roller coaster. coaster. Of yeah. emotions. It literally is, a it's, it's wrecks havoc on your emotions. So yeah, um, it's good to have that right, that, that a great mindset. So what did you have that really helped you um, stay the course and not want to give up? I think forever, I have always been into sports. So I'm a very competitive person. I am super competitive with myself, not necessarily like external people or factors. So going into it, it was just like constantly a challenge, right? And like, don't get me wrong, there were lots of times where I was, you know, wanted to go and like cry in a corner and quit essentially, right? But then, you know, for me, it was always going back to the numbers and being like, okay, like this, this makes sense. Like you got it. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. And then just being able to be adaptable, and not take no personally. I would say the first couple of times I went for financing, especially, you know, like the duplex was super easy. Seth and I both had, you know, your normal jobs. We had T4s, which is the same as your like W2 in the States. We had all those things. So that was easy. Even the next fourplex was somewhat easy under residential financing. It was those like third, fourth and fifth properties were basically people thought I was a lunatic. So then I had to find brokers 
who were more investor focused to point me in the direction of more investor friendly institutions because I was calling people and they were saying no. And I was taking that like they were saying no to me. Right. But it's so much more about like risk tolerance, what that institution is comfortable lending on. So I think just getting out there and talking to as many people as you can in every industry, because you will learn stuff all the time. It's so true. And so just to unpack what you're saying. So Jen's like, she has to be adaptable. So be malleable because people are going to say no and people are going to call you a lunatic. Yeah. But you also, you take, you said you looked at the numbers. So you took calculated risks. So she's, I like, I like the, the term that says, um, that says, man, um, I take, oh, I can't think of it now, but it's calculated risks that really, really, you, you're not going to just jump off a building blindfolded. You're going to look at all of the things involved. And she's also, she's got this long-term vision where she's like, yes, this is a lot of money. Yes. This is a really big risk. Yes. I'm people are calling me a freaking lunatic and this is millions and millions of dollars probably that she's dealing with. And she's got a big, she's a developer. So it's not a small operation by any means. Um, but she has long-term vision and she knows what she wants. And if you know, Jennifer champion, that woman (laughs) will get whatever she wants as fast as she can get it. She will manifest it. So she has that she's patient and she gets, she sees that she has that long-term vision, which, which I think is so important too. Right. Um, yeah. And And I think, being able to, you know, so if you're not doing this by yourself and you have a partner, like I have my husband and he is not on my wavelength. He is the complete opposite. He is, I don't want to say he's risk adverse, but he is definitely, are we sure we should be doing this? Are we sure? And like in the beginning, it was like, how much time is this going to take of mine? Like, oh, I don't know. So, and And it was the numbers again that like showed him. I was like, okay, well, this is what we bought it for. This is what we did. We just put new tenants in there. And now look, and he's like, oh, okay. So he definitely needed like proof of concept before he really got on board. But I mean, I would say, yeah, definitely the strong mindset, especially now with everything that we're dealing with. And, you know, he still, I don't know if I would say doubts, but he's definitely just that like, I'll believe everything's going to work out when I see it, which um, is not how I operate. So (laughs) it's so funny because we both, Jen and I both don't operate that way. We just kind of take calculated risk and go, and we married the same guy that's like, let's be ideal here. Let's look at, you know, just like super it's, it's, I think it's kind of funny, but yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, but it's not like, like we were saying, like take calculated risks. So you want to set goals and you want to have a plan. Jen just wasn't like, well, it, COVID's here. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just blow a bunch of cash on how many units. Yeah. So yeah, and it, I had just joined a program in like in that January um, about other people's money and then met a realtor in there and was pumped. I was like, okay, let's do this. Got a duplex under contract. And then literally like day of financing, they're like, yeah, we can't finance you. Like we're moving everyone home. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I was like, well, if you don't know what's happening, who does know what's happening? Like, what am I supposed to do? So it was, it was crazy. And in that I was like, is this a sign? Is this my sign? I'm walking like the wrong path. Like, should I just 
quit while I'm ahead. So imagine if I had, like, I just, I don't know. It's so crazy. You got to, you got to stay the course. Yeah, for sure. Even in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah. Everybody. What's holding you back? (laughs) Nothing's, you know, and it's, they, they said, obviously they got it done. You know, yeah. because she's on to bigger and better things now. And she did get that duplex done. But it's like, and that's another thing. Yes, set goals. But that still goes back to uh, be malleable because shit happens. And you have to be ready to pivot. Like, oh, um, all of a sudden the lender is pulling out or or this mm-hmm. or this. Anything can happen. Like I said, it's a roller coaster. So it's important to set goals and clear goals but it's also important not to be like, this is my goal. I have to, I cannot deviate from it. You have to be flexible, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just realize that they're going to change, right? I mean, if I went back and looked at my goals from three years ago, I, I'm i not where I thought I wanted to be there. I'm just doing different things, right? So yeah. they just change, which is fine. And it's, and it's also important to, I think, position yourself in places, put yourself in rooms with people that have done it or where you can learn to do it. Like Jen was like, I have, I joined this other people's money mentorship or whatever. And she met somebody because she went there. She met this realtor and they're like, let's go. Uh, Jen and I only know each other because of rooms that we've put ourselves in, you know? So I think that's also very important. You don't have to like know absolutely everything but you have to put yourself in the right rooms. And that was a big risk. We were just talking about this. The mentorship that we joined was $30,000 to get in for only one year. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And, um, you know, you look at the big, the grand scheme of things and we're like, I mean, look how much, look what we're doing now, you know? So, um, and Vina said this, she says it, it fast tracks you. She's like one thing on our last episode with Vina, she said, that's one thing I wish I would have known because it fast tracks your success because you, and Colleen was talking about this on our last episode, the proximity to people is huge. So like I met Jen. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say like, you talk about that one mastermind and like, so Carly and I literally met in a cab, but if I hadn't met Carly, I would have never met Pace. And if I had never met Pace, I would have never been in proximity to Vina. Like this wouldn't be happening. Like, uh, so it's, it's like, yes, it's that one event or mastermind that you decide to do, but then it's also what is happening after that. Right. It is. And that's what they told us. The guys that started the mastermind that you met in, one was Cody Sperber, Cole Hatter. That's how they met each other. And they are making masterminds and they're doing business together. Like that's how they got their start. So yes, it's expensive. And yes, I'm still paying this off and it's, but it's worth it because it's, it's up leveled us to certain levels. Um, Another example is for those of you that don't know, Pace Morby is the king of creative finance and he teaches you guys how to buy um, real estate with creatively without banks, uh, especially yeah. now when it's 7% interest. So I joined that mentorship and well, I didn't, my husband did without telling me, but, um, so Small we joined that now. mentorship and then because we were in that mentorship with pace, I am 
um, I went to the, his mastermind, which was another hefty bill. Like, so you, you pay a little a hefty bill to get in, then you pay another hefty bill to get into that mastermind. But from there I met Pace and he's like, I want you to work with me. And I started to work with him and he's mentioning my names in rooms full of opportunity, which I can't thank him enough. Um, he was speaking at the circle event on Boise and he was on stage and he said, Carly, stand up. I want you guys to meet Carly. And there was Wes Grant was there, Kevin Cho, all of his sub two students. Sochi was, I probably am butchering her name. Um, so he's lifting up these people. And because of that, I was in that room. I'd put myself in a room with an, somebody in a proximity that gets this stuff. I'm doing a deal with somebody that was like, oh, Pace mentioned her. I'm going to go introduce myself. So yeah. I think we've we've really driven that home. But proximity is huge. Yeah. Um, and like if you don't know where to start, um, there's there's so many things. So there's YouTube. There's there's YouTube channels. Um, <clears throat> I help Pace lead a free challenge. Yep. There's podcasts. I help Pace lead a free challenge for people getting involved. It's called the elephant challenge. Um, and there's always people willing to help. Right. I yeah. reach in, out to in, people in, on Instagram. People message me and ask me questions. I message people, right? Like we were all starting buying that first place one time or another. There was one girl I went for coffee with. She was like, Oh, you know, I've done this deal and that deal. And I'm like, well, you're leaving like a lot of money in those deals. Like, is that what you want to do? Or are you trying to do a burr? Like, have you looked at new, the New Brunswick market? So now she bought a triplex in New Brunswick. Like, you know, it's people will take time and talk to you and tell you what they're doing. I shouldn't say, I should say a lot of people will take time and tell you what they're doing. I think if you can find people who are not living with a scarcity mindset, they will share every single thing they've ever done. You can ask me any question and I will, I will tell you what I'm doing right now. I'll tell you what I did three years ago. Like I have no qualms with that because I think that there is more than enough for everyone out there to be successful and grow wealth together, not in competition with each other. Absolutely. And for those of you that, that, so for those listening that may be new, what is a scarcity mindset? Like what's, mm -hmm. The other one. So your scarcity and abundance mindset. What will you deep go into that? Yeah. So scarcity is is essentially just thinking, you know, there's only enough for me. I I can't tell anyone what I'm doing. There's not enough for everyone to go around. I have to be so close minded, closed doors, like don't talk about it, keep it all secret mm -hmm. and keep it all to myself. And then the abundance mindset's like, yes. Yeah. Let me share. I'll share. I'll, I'll tell you how much money I put into this. I'll tell you how much I made. Like, I'll tell you, yeah. I'll introduce you to the people. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with like manifesting and putting out that energy that you, you rise, that you bring up the energy and the vibration. And then those Absolutely. people come to you. So I think that's really important. I'm glad you said that. And I think but, the other part too, that people don't realize or think about is I can tell you exactly what I did, like down to every single step, but like maybe one person will do it. You'll listen to me That's and you'll so listen true. to what I say, but you won't do it. Right. That so, is so true. Mm -hmm. Huge. We were just yeah. talking about that in one of our sub two family nights, how Pace puts out all this stuff and he has the elephant challenge where sub two people can JV with them. 
And like, you look at like the 5,000 people, literal 5,000 people that show up to these live Zooms and it, you go and see like how many people are consistent. And I think that goes yeah. in with consistency Absolutely. on is key. It, that's, that, that is so huge. I mean, you don't have to go balls to the walls seven days a week, 24 hours a day, but like, just do a, just a little bit. Just get yeah. 1% better each day. You can go balls yes. to the wall on Monday and be like, okay, I'm just going to do a little bit, but I'm still going to move myself forward. I'm still yeah. going to show up. Yeah. So absolutely. You know, and, um, and that goes to show I, I helped pace run that elephant challenge and we had sub there's 10,000 sub two members. And so many people are like, I want to help. I want to help. We're down to, this was a year ago. We had like 50 or a hundred team leaders. We're down to like 20. And of those 20, they are, um, one of the, they're all making deals, but one of the teams wrote 70 LOIs from that in one week, I think LOI is letter of intent. So it's basically like, here's an offer that we're putting on the property. So that goes to show them who stayed consistent. They did not squirrel out and be like, shiny object. I'm going to go over here to this one. Yeah. You know, it just goes to show how consistent, just stay the course, stay consistent and it'll, you'll get there. Yeah. And talk about what you want, right? Like so many people are always like, oh, how do you find deals? How do you get this? How do you get that? You know, like we bought 20, 28 doors in New Brunswick last spring. And I was very specific, like the realtor that I work with, I was like, this is what I want. This is the price point I want. This is it. Like Anytime you get me that, I will close on it. Let me know. And like just talking about it, people will send you things, right? So that's where going back to being clear on your goals. If you want a property that is going to cash flow $200 a door, talk about it, right? Like, yes. and people Huge. will send you stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like speaking it into existence. I'm going back to the woo of all of this, but it's so yeah. true is saying, for example, on my Instagram, I pinned, I did like family goals, business goals. I can't remember like lifestyle goals. Yeah. Um, I think we both did that. And I put it on my Instagram and I pinned it to the top. So when any somebody comes to my Instagram, they're like, Carly wants a sprinter van, a camper van to go travel. Do you know how many people are like, here, Carly, you don't know me, but I saw your goals and I found this seller finance or creative finance sprinter Amazing. van. So you tell people like nobody can help you unless you tell them how you need to be helped. And, and same thing with problems too, right? Like if you have a problem and you're not talking about it because I don't, you feel shame or embarrassment or, or something like that, then no one can help you. And maybe it's not a problem, right? Like I know, I know Pace just put on his Instagram the other day. It was like, thank God I went through those hardships because I was able to help another person in a day. Right. Yeah. So just talk about them. Like everyone's going through them or has gone through them or will go through them. So maybe you're helping someone else who hasn't had that low point on the roller coaster ride. <laughs> I know. And that's so huge. I feel like we're all here. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes is like, we're all here to walk each other home. So he's like, I had these bad experiences and I walked through these and I pulled myself out of them so I could help this other guy that had yeah. these bad experiences. Um, so hold on, my, but, um, yeah, I think it's very important to talk about them. And yeah. one thing is you go, one thing that is a really good tip is you go. Rubbing. 
technical difficulties with Carly's camera, but basically, and even if you can't afford to get in to, you know, the more expensive high ticket rooms, find meetups. Like I hold a local meetup here in Victoria with a, another woman here. There's sub two meetups all over the place. There are meetups on Facebook, virtual, like there's so many ways to get into rooms with like-minded people. If you are just starting and you can't, you know, commit to those higher level items either. And that's such a good point. Like you put yourself in those rooms. Let's say you're in those rooms, but you're like, I have no money. I have no idea on real estate investing. I don't know Jack, what, how, how can I help that? And so I think one thing is when you're networking with people and be like, what you ask, I mean, you don't walk in, up and ask it, but find out what they, what they need and yes. what they have. And you say, you say, this is what I have. Maybe you have experience with marketing or maybe you have experience with cold calling, or maybe you have really great systems experience or bookkeeping or something that can add value to these people. One thing I will say and this, I never saw, I heard Pace talk about this. And as we're getting, I'm being more elevated. I hear, um, I, this happens because people see me, people will be like on Instagram and I'm sure they do it to you. you. Hi, do you have time for a one-on-one -on -one call? Um, and you know, don't always come from a place of giving, not from taking because these high, these high functioning, these people that are very successful, they don't have a lot of time. So come in and be like, how can I help you? Um, what do you need in your business? Not come from like a place of giving overtaking because people don't have time for one-on-ones and people, not that they don't have time for that. Well, they don't, but you know, it's yeah. just like everybody wants something from them. So twist it up and be like, how can I help you? What do you need? Or I found this really awesome thing that might be helpful for you. You know, so yeah. come from a place of service and giving and not from a place of taking and give me and can I follow you around and can I have a phone call one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. Um, you're going to get a lot, a lot farther. Absolutely. So, I think that's And it. see if that's they it. host a meetup, right? Like, you yeah. know, probably a lot of the people that you're reaching out to have some sort of event or or something right because it's great for networking and for building their brand as well so go to those things and see how you can help them there as well instead of asking for one-on-one -on -one time for sure mm -hmm. and something that jen and i talked about we haven't really <coughs> excuse me announced it yet but we want to we want to help those people so we are going to volunteer to lead a zoom for these people in the elephant challenge will be elephant challenge leaders and so one thing, highly successful people don't have time for one-on-one. -on -one. So if you ask anybody that's super successful, they're like, yes, I'll talk to an entire group or an entire yeah. audience or Zoom, but I need to get my, I want to help more than just one person. I want to help the masses. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Jenna pr probably aren't going to be like helping you in DMs or emails, but if you come to a Zoom with everybody else and be like, I have this question where a million other people can learn from that question. I think that's yeah. also really important to keep in mind. Yes. Yeah. And show up and be active in them too, right? Don't just sit there with your camera off and yes. expect things to happen. Take as action. uncomfortable as it is. Cause let me tell you, I know we can tell you, Jen and I can both tell you how 
so many things that we have done are so uncomfortable and we'll yeah. like text each other and be like, I'm going to barf. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> but we know that that is going to take us up to the next level. So we do the things that make us want to barf. Yeah. Like go live on Instagram. And- yeah. And record podcasts. <laughs> and start a podcast with our faces. <laughs> and like exactly what we're doing. Who are, you know, so much further ahead in their careers and ask them to come on here. Right. I mean, all of, all of those things are uncomfortable and to the outside people are like, Oh my gosh, like you're so confident you're doing all this. I'm like, I, yeah, I guess I'm confident, but that doesn't mean that on the inside, I'm not like, Oh my gosh, what if they say no? What if they say this? What if they say that? Right. So again, just back to mindset. I think the hugest thing about mindset is it is always going to happen. Like even Vina Jetty was talking about imposter syndrome. So it's not, it's not avoiding going into that space. It's having the tools for how quickly you can get yourself out of that space. Um, I, I totally agree. And Elena, she was our first guest, Elena. Um, she's at Elena method, um, on Instagram, Elena Tang. She was our first guest. She said something because I was like, I know I need to start a podcast. I know I need to put my face out there. And I'm like, I am so scared of judgment of people mm. judging me. You know, it was just like, that was yeah. my one thing. And the way she did it, she, she was talking to me and she was having me do these exercises and the analogy that she put with it. It's like, you know, in finding Nemo, when they're in the, um, there's a, a rock stuck in the fan and Nemo has to go out and get it out. She's like, it's just removing this tiny little pebble. It's just like the tiniest little thing. You take it away and that fan goes and everything's working. So it's, I think one thing I would say is do the stuff you're scared of doing because yeah. then it's not going to be as scary. It's really not as scary after you do it. Like, yeah, Jen and I were like, we're not putting our face, what, last September? We're like, we're not putting our faces on Instagram. We're not doing going live. And now look at Jen. She does it a lot more than I do because she's she's a lot better at that. But um, <laughs> We do it though. We're doing it. We're showing up. Yeah. Just show up and be consistent, I think is. Um, and I think the funny part about, you know, like showing up and being judged, but even if you don't show up, people are still going to judge you. So why not do no what, kidding. what you want to do? Right. I mean, especially like, like you said, the velocity that I have moved into real estate, people think I'm a lunatic, like literally people think I'm crazy, but it's interesting because, um, like they still invest with us. So they're like, you're wild. What are you doing? But then they can't want more. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, obviously you don't think I'm that wild, right? Like you're, you obviously trust me because you're giving me my money. So, or, oh, Oh, see, we're having so much issues with um with cameras. Jen and I need to get a new camera, but absolutely, like both of us do. Um, but absolutely. So people are gonna like. I love what Jen said because that's something that really resonated with Jen and I when we were both like, "Oh my god, that's so barfy to put our our like it's just just so scary." We'd say, "I feel like I'm gonna barf." Um, is just those people are gonna judge you either way no matter what, somebody's going to judge you and it's let them go. And then after they judge you, they're going to be swiping and they're going to be like, Oh, that Carly, who does she think she is? Or that Jen or whoever. And then they swipe onto the next one and then they judge the next person. 
And one thing that Jamil Damji said to Jen and I that really, really resonated with us was, um, was, do they pay your bills? No, they don't pay your bills. Um, so why would you listen to them? So um, Jen's back. There she is. Are you yet? We need new cameras, Jen. Both of us. Um, if you guys are watching this live, our cameras are are trash. They're flickering in and out. But I was just telling them how Jamil was telling us, and it really changed our mindset of like, they don't pay your bills. Why are you listening to them? Because putting your face out there will pay your bills and it will make you money. And if you let these people just not pay your bill, I mean, just stop you from doing it. Um, so I think that's really important too. Um, so the, what it boils down to is stay consistent. Um, do the crazy things, but do them calculated. Um, put yourself in important, um, important, put yourself in rooms and position yourself with helping people that can, that can, that can help you rise up with them and tell people your goals. You have to speak them into existence. If I, nobody knows Jen wasn't a developer. She wanted to be a developer. They would not be able, they wouldn't be like, Hey Jen, I have some deal or I have some private money. I was in a car with Jen two weekends, a couple weekends ago and we were going somewhere and she gets a phone call and she's like, Oh, who, Oh, I know who that guy is. I haven't talked to him since high school. I wonder why he's calling me. So she answers the phone and he's like, Hey, I just came in all this money. I know that I can invest with you. Um, so how can I give you my money? So Jen is just by telling people on social media and showing up and staying consistent on social media, people are like, hi, I have $50,000. Can I give it to you? So you can turn it into whatever else, whatever she can turn it into. So, um, and put, so put yourself in those rooms. If you want Jen and I to help you, we're happy to help you. Um, go to, I'll put it right here for all of us. I'm going to type it in here, www.elephantchallenge.info. Go there and register for the elephant challenge. Um, we aren't official leaders yet. We have a challenge. So the challenge is Pace Morby leads you guys. He's an amazing teacher. He's taught Jen and I both. Um, and I couldn't recommend him enough. He teaches you for three days straight live. And people are always like, where's the upsell? When are you going to upsell us? And he's literally, like we said, giving um, and not expecting much. So he's doing that. And then he's taking his sub two students and saying, here's my students that I've taught. They're going to go teach you for free. And here's my lenders. And here's the unicorn agents that I know. And here's the transaction coordinators. All you guys have to do is show up and be consistent. They, the leaders pay for lists for you to pull and call. They coach you through it. They help you get your first deal. So um, Jen and I are like, let's do this. We know that we want to help people. And we're like, I don't know if we want to be coaches yet. I don't know if that's something. And so uh, join us. You will probably start. Um, that is starting if you're, depending on what day you're listening to this, if you're listening to a recording, it's every month. This is June. So it's June um, 30th. It starts and it goes to Friday the 30th, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's three days. And um, they give you contracts. They give you 
comping calculators. They tell you how to comp. They tell you how to find your market. So it's just all those things getting started. Um, we'll teach you and Pace will teach you. So we're happy to, um, to help you guys. That's something that we want to help. Jen's waving in the background. Can you hear us yet? Yes. I, sh I need to teach you how to add yourself to this, the stream. You could have done that. I think it's just because I'm not signed in because I'm on Seth's <gasps> computer. Oh, yeah. yes. We have a lot of technical difficulties today, but look at us showing up. We're yeah, here. That's okay. We're disappearing. Our so mics are going money. out. Nobody's dying. No, his computer died. I had to run and go get his battery. <laughs> I know. Jen doesn't even have her own computer right now. She's on someone else's computer. Yeah. So that just, but she showed up. My camera keeps going out, but I'm here. I'm, yeah. I am resilient. So yeah. I was just going recapping over everything we were talking about. Perfect. And, um, so let us know, let us know in the comments. Um, what are your goals? I want to know DM us. Come to our Facebook group. Um, we have a Facebook group where we're going to start being more active. I think we're going to have a morning coffee cheers yeah. or maybe like happy hour, something like that, where people can just get together and talk about their goals and their problems and how to overcome their problems and how we can all help each other and lift each other up. Yes. So if you want to join that, that's www.buildingandempire.group. Yes. Um, I'll and if you do, YouTube. you know, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, we would love it. If you share it with people, tag us. If you leave a review, let us know. All of those fun things really help us so that other people um, listen to it and get sent it or recommended it. Yeah. So we'd love if you if you could help us spread the word. We're here to help people. Um, that's we want to be the the person that we needed when we were first getting started, Jen, I don't know. We've mentioned this on a podcast. When Jen first got started, she was hiding in a bathroom from her mom making calls. You know, it's just like, a, look how far she is. Now she's yeah. telling everybody, she tells the world. So show yeah. up, be consistent, put yourself in the right rooms, be of service to people who can help you. Or yeah, that you want to learn. Accelerate from. your growth wherever it is you want to go, big or small. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that's pretty much it. So that's just the mindset of getting started. You can get started. If you have money, Jen will take it happily and yeah. return it with 14. I don't know what her return is, with a lot more than you gave her. Yeah. Um, Jen and I can both help you walk you through deals. Jen's really good at multifamily. Um, and big deals. I'm better at single family, but we both creative. we're and creative financing, but we both, I was just telling you, I'm like, we have such great, we balance each other out. Like I am strong at the parts that you aren't, you're strong at the parts I'm not, and we can come together and help everybody. So Absolutely. yeah. So join us. Um, let us know in the comments, wherever you're watching us. Um, the value that you got or the questions that you have. Um, and we hope to see you. I'll put it right up here again. Um, we hope to see you in the challenge it starts next Friday. Jen and I will both be there. I think we'll, yeah. we have to set up a meeting. We probably twice a week we'll hold zoom meetings. They'll be consistent. They'll be at the same time, uh, same days. And, um, 
but you don't have to join ours. There's a, every single leader is, is fabulous. Find someone, you can go to all the meetings, find somebody that you jive with. So, oh, um, and if you want to, that's a good question. If you just come through as Facebook user, so I can't say your name. Um, he said, please also provide your emails where you can, where we can send deals to you guys. Oh yeah. So, um, you could send deals to us. I feel like if you bring deals to our Zooms, it might be better, but I'll put my email in here. Jen will put her email in here. Can you write in there as a guest? No. Yeah. Can you? Okay. It's Jennifer at yeah. championproperties.ca. Okay. So I'll put this. I'm Carly at AuroraInvest.com. Jen is Jen at champion. Jennifer. Jennifer. At championproperties.ca. Jennifer, you were so professional at champion. <laughs> Properties. .ca, right? Yeah. Jennifer at Champion Properties. .ca. Okay. So you can um, reach out to any of us there. It doesn't, I tried to do a space. It won't let me do a space. So it's ugly on that one. But you get the point. It's also in the comments. Um, email us, DM us. Jen, Jen, your Instagram is? Jennifer underscore champion underscore. And mine's Carly.Grenman. Um, so just if you just search our first and last name, it's going to pop up. You'll see our faces. You can send us deals there. Or talk to us. Let us know. Um, it would really mean a lot to us, like Jen said. Review our podcast. Yeah. Let us know how we're doing. Um, share this with far and wide. We'd appreciate yeah. it. And let's do some deals together. Hopefully we'll see you guys over on our, our live Zooms soon. Yeah. So. Have a great weekend. Bye. See you later. Bye.